This is Blank on Blank, distributed by PRX, the public radio exchange. I'm David Gerlach. On September 11th, 1970, Jimi Hendrix gave an interview to Keith Altham. It was the last interview that Hendrix would do. He died just a week later. Do you feel personally that you've got enough money now to live comfortably? Uh, I don't think so. Not the way I'd like to live. Because like I want to get up in the morning and just roll over my bed into an indoor swimming pool and then swim to the breakfast table, you know, come up for air and get up maybe a drink of orange juice or something like that. Then I just from the chair into the swimming pool and swim into the bathroom, go and shave and whatever. You don't want to live just comfortably, you want to live luxuriously. No, is that luxurious? I was thinking about a tent, maybe, overhanging a mountain stream. (laughs) This week's Lost Interview is produced with Rock's Back Pages. It's a really cool online archive of music journalism and audio interviews. Now back to Jimi Hendrix. It does appear, doesn't it, the days of the baubles and bangles and the freaky hairstyles have all disappeared. Yeah, but see, everybody goes to the stages the first time around and you wear all these different things, you know. I just did that because like, I felt like I was being too loud or something. Because my nature just changes, you know. Well, I don't want it to be this only hyped up on all the visual thing, you know. I wanted people to like listen too. I don't know if they were or not, but they're starting to bring me down a little bit. So I just start cutting my hair and then start rings disappearing one by one. <laughs> One time I said, maybe I should burn a guitar tonight. You know, <laughs> smash a guitar or something like that. And he says, yeah, yeah. I said, you really think I should? He said, yeah, that'd be cool. So okay. So like, I just work up enough anger as to where I could do it, you know. But like, I didn't know it was anger until they told me that it was. You know, like with destruction and all that. But I believe everybody should have like a, a room where they can get rid of all their releases, where they can do the releases there. So my room was a stage. <laughs> I mean, it has been said of you that you invented psychedelic music, <laughs> and that <laughs> a bad scientist approach. But the way I write things, I just write them in with a clash between reality and fantasy, mostly. You have to use fantasy in order to show different sides of reality. That's how it can bend. As the word reality is nothing but each individual's own way of thinking, and then the establishment grabs a big piece of that. You know, all I'm writing is this: what I feel. That's all. I don't really round it off too good. I just keep it almost naked, almost, you know? <laughs> and like when we go to play, you know, you're flipping around and flashing around and everything. And then they're not gonna see nothing but what their eyes see, you know? Forget about their ears. So like, well, I was trying to do too many things at the same time, which is my nature, you know? I would just hate to be in one corner. I'd hate to be put as only a guitar player, or either only as a songwriter, or only as a tap dancer, or something like this, you know? <laughs> I think people think of your music essentially as angry music, as no, raging against perhaps the uh, establishment principles. Oh, it's not raging against it. If it was up to me, it would mean it was sustaining the establishment, <laughs> you know. Well, see, it's nothing but blues. That's all I'm singing about. Today's blues. Do you have any politics, in fact, yourself? Not really. I was getting ready to get into all that, but like, I mean, you know, but everybody goes to that stages too. Yeah. I'm just, it all comes out in the music most of the time. We have this one song called Straight Ahead, 
And it just says, like, power to the people, free of the slow, pass it on to the young and old. And, you know, get a damn if you're here, it's short or long, communication's coming on strong, and all this kind of stuff, you know. What are the things that you would like to see change? Well, I don't know. More color in the streets, probably. I mean, you know. <laughs> and uh, I really don't know. If there's a new idea or a new invention or a new gas or a new whatever, you know, it should be brought at least into the open. Instead of keep carrying these same old burdens around with you. And you have to be a freak in order to be different. And even freaks, they're very prejudiced. You have to have your hair long and talk in a certain way in order to be with them. In order to be the other people, you have to have your hair short and wear ties. So we're trying to make this third world happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's too many heavy songs out nowadays. Music is getting too heavy, almost to the state of unbearable. I have this one little saying, when things get too heavy, just call me helium, the lightest known gas to man. <laughs> you can watch the helium version of Jimi Hendrix in our animated series with PBS Digital Studios. Find it on our website, blankonblank.org. Thanks again to Keith Altham and Rock's Back Pages for letting us bring this Hendrix interview to life. Be sure to check out rocksbackpages.com for more music history. You've talked quite a bit about um, audio-visual importance too, about the, uh, the importance of having a film with your music. Now, are you thinking in terms of the days when we can fit a cassette into the side of our television and play music and a film together? Or, yeah. or I mean, a lot of you are making more money than they ever have nowadays. So that when they get their flat, they can. Oh, they always find themselves open with an extra room. So like this whole room can be like a total audiovisual environment and everything. I can go in there and you just lay back and the whole thing just blossoms out with this color and sound type of scene, you know. You can go in here and just like jingle like your nerves or something, you know. I produced this episode with Amy Drozdowska. We tweet at blank on blank. We're also on Facebook and Tumblr, so be sure to follow us for a daily dose of Dolly Parton and John Belushi photos, plus more throwbacks we're finding in the archives. And attention to journalists and interviewers and archivists of all sorts. We're always looking to hear lost interviews on tapes and hard drives. What's in your archives? Drop us a line to interviews at blankonblank.org. All right, that's it for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening. Love is nice if it's understood. It's even nicer when you're feeling good. You got me flipping like a flag on a pole.